Welcome, wrestling fans, family, friends, and foes. It's time for Talking Wrestling, issue number one. Thank you for joining us on Talking Wrestling. I am your host, Casey Corbin, and we are on Never Sleeps Network, NSN. And if you follow us online, we are on the Twitter, T at TNW Pod, Instagram, Talking Wrestling Podcast, Gmail, Talking Wrestling at Gmail. Folks, this is it. This is the premiere episode of Talking Wrestling. Thank you for joining us. I am excited about this. To be honest, I did not think that I would ever be hosting a podcast for the longest time. Uh, some people, every now and again, somebody would be like, why don't you get a podcast? And I was like, that's all the world needs is another comedian that nobody knows doing another podcast about shit that nobody fucking cares about. And, you know, I had that attitude for a long, long, long time. And uh, even though I listened to podcasts and I enjoyed them. Uh, and then things changed. Um, my buddy Vince Averill, who toured with me in up here in Canada he moved to LA and he started a podcast called we watch wrestling and uh he invited me down to LA to tape an episode and to tell the people of his uh, podcasting universe the story of how I met The Undertaker one night and exactly what transpired in that incident. Uh, I went on the podcast and uh, I met the guys that he did it with, Tom Sibley and Matt McCarthy, who were both amazing guys. And I had the best time ever on their podcast. And then um, I started listening to their podcast. I went back and I listened to all the back issues and I got caught up and I, I became a fan of the podcast. Podcast. And then I went on to be on that podcast uh, three more times. Uh, I'm like the, the guest that's been on that podcast the most. And their fans have been so good to me. They, you know, they, they've written me letters and they've and, uh, and tweeted out at me and how much they loved the episode. And, and they've, some of them become my fans and even have bought my CDs. And, and I love that. And I owe it all to the We Watch Wrestling podcast. And, and they, uh, they just turned 200. They had their 200th episode last week. So while they're going on 201, I'm starting at issue number one. If I can be, uh, you know, a fraction of what they've done and the impact that they've had, if I can achieve that with this show, Talking Wrestling, well, then I'll be pretty happy. So, uh, so to Vince, Matt, and Tom at the We Watch Wrestling Podcast, uh, thank you for uh, giving me a place to talk wrestling originally. Uh, and uh, you guys, congratulations on 200 episodes. Um, you know, if I can get to 20 episodes, I'll be celebrating. We've got a great show. I'm excited. Thank you for joining me. And uh, this is it. This is Talking Wrestling. I got two great guys on with me today. My roommate's with me. Um, he is uh, He's more than my roommate. He is my life hetero mate. No, he's not. I just wanted to say, see him crack when he, he's laughing. Uh, he is one of Yuck Yuck's uh, top headliners up here in Canada. Uh, you've seen him on uh, the Comedy Network, and uh, he's here for you now. Jeff McHenry, say hello. How are you, bud? Hey, I'm great, uh, Casey. I'm shocked to learn that we're not life hetero mates. I thought we were, but no, uh, no, we're not. You're just uh, throwing that at me. No, issue no. number one. Okay. We, we uh, then, uh, yeah, that it sounds like that's going to be an issue for the rest of the month. <laughs> um, we are, we are good buds. Uh, we've been living together for a year. You know, I let you move in because you needed a place and you had the WWE network. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. And uh, I told you uh, when I was applying to your place that I had the network and 
yeah, yeah. That's that was the, the only deal, reason. That was the deal breaker. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's been fantastic. Uh, uh, you're with you so far, and uh, you love wrestling. I love wrestling. That's what we match up on. Uh, I got another great guest with me today, uh, host of the uh, Alex Wood Quits Everything podcast, and a Yuck Yucks headliner in his own right. Uh, you've uh, seen him on the Comedy Network. He's been in Just for Laughs. He's here for you today. Please welcome Alex Wood into the NSN studio. How are you, Alex? The straight edge savior is in the house. Yes, yes. You know what? We all need a straight edge guy since CM Punk left, and Daniel Bryan had to retire, so that's fantastic. I have uh, quit caffeine, too, so I want to tweet that at CM Punk. Mm-hmm. I'm straight edge and I'm off caffeine. That means I'm better than you. And, that uh, is insane that you're off of caffeine as well. Like that's like just water all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all. Wow. That's great. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do off caffeine. Yeah. I got into coffee like two years ago. And I really? Was, yeah, 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 yeah. I was late to the game. Yeah. I, was, I was like one of those guys that starts smoking at 27. Yeah. And now I'm like, God damn it. I wish I no, never would have been I can't coffee. do caffeine because yeah. soda pop's my, my vice. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I got my caffeine is through soda pop. So I just, oh, my God. I can't imagine going with that couple of Diet Pepsis, you know. <laughs> God, are you kidding? But I've never drank a coffee Swig a Diet life. Pepsi for the working man. Oh, swig it and swish it around. My God, and if you give me a Cherry Coke, fuck, man. Nothing better than Cherry Coke. Okay, we're here talking wrestling, so uh, let's get into it. Alex, how did you discover wrestling? What is your first premonition? When did when did wrestling arrive? Like, when did you realize I love wrestling? Oh, early, early. It was uh, I was like four years old when I first started watching four. wrestling with like me and my older brother. Hulk Hogan was my whole world. Yeah, I didn't was... understand how the world worked. I thought Hulk Hogan was like president of the world. I wish <laughs> he was. I wish he was today. And that like these were like major issues going down in the wrestling ring you know what i mean oh yeah yeah hulk hogan had to fight communism yeah in the oh, ring. No, i legit thought Constantly. that was real like i thought that when sergeant slaughter turned i was like oh shit the u.s is in trouble turned evil like <laughs> yeah. the whole the whole country did he's so uh yeah right from right from the get-go is like my favorite thing batman teenage mutant ninja turtles and wrestling it's my earliest things I liked. It's it's so funny. It's always uh, there's always a relation between comic like comic books and wrestling. I think it's just because wrestlers are superheroes. You know, yeah, that's for basically sure. what they are. Jeff, when did you get into wrestling? What was the moment? Uh, uh, very much like uh, Alex. I just, yeah, it's something that I've always watched. I can't remember one specific moment where I was like, I like this. It's just always been a part of my life. Yeah, I, th- I think the one the one memory I have from childhood is is uh, undertaker locking warrior in the coffin and it scared the shit out of me like it just horrified me i couldn't sleep for <laughs> nights on end that at that moment jeff became the ultimate warrior <laughs> <laughs> constantly worrying about being locked in a coffin <laughs> what if i get locked in a yeah, coffin that, that might have started all my anxiety issues yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have constant anxiety about being in close spaces <laughs> The ultimate warrior. <laughs> you know, that's this guy right here. <laughs> oh, um, that's great. I, yeah, speaking of that, though, did you guys ever think about that? That's one thing I get from wrestling. Like, like I've watched it so much. Like, you know, we watched like 11 hours yesterday. Yeah. Well, we but we've been going back and we've been watching Saturday night's main events mm-hmm. and he's never seen them. 
but I haven't seen him since my childhood. But I can still recite interviews. Yes, I can, still know yeah. the finishes of every match. I like I'll be watching, like, oh, there's one great Saturday night's main event where, and then I'm like, oh, I I can't say it's the. I just realized it's the finish to this one. <laughs> like I know, like every episode. Oh man, it's, it's it's great. Yeah, and it's just like it's like wow, all this stuff is in my brain. And I'm just accessing it now. I was like, oh, I got to throw it in the recycling bin. But now I got a podcast, so I have a reason to keep it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? like uh, that was yeah. an outlet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we we're watching a bunch of it. Like, could you imagine how? Like, I'm crazy and prone to depression like i couldn't imagine uh how worse off i'd be without wrestling in my life you know what i mean like it, oh yeah it has killed so much time it is like <laughs> and thank my God. brain has been preoccupied with a, the outcomes of fictitious wrestling matches uh then yeah I'm th- glad th- that my actual real life anxiety problem i'm <laughs> glad that hulkamania would never suffered from panic <laughs> <laughs> or, or or anything like that um i will just say that because that is probably what you were holding on to was the hulkamania getting you through whereas <laughs> you know if raven was the guy well, <laughs> you're gonna deal with your depression like he does <laughs> yeah remember i said that on bell let's talk day i was like <laughs> wrestling gets me through d- depressive times for yeah. sure yeah, yeah, not yeah, only yeah. do i wrestle with my depression <laughs> but hulk hogan wrestles with andre the giant tonight and that makes me happy so anyways this past weekend, we watched the G1 special. Jeff and I watched it. Uh, a great way to watch, you know, wrestling on Canada's birthday weekend is uh, to watch, you know, Big Mike versus Kenny Omega, which is a battle of Windsor versus Winnipeg. And what a fantastic match that was. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega, for those spoilers. Two great wrestlers, two shitty towns. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff will be at Rumors next week in Winnipeg. <laughs> Yo, I fucking hate Windsor. I hate Windsor real bad. I'm not a big fan of the Windsor either. I do like Detroit. However, more importantly, Canada turned 150 years old this year. And not only that, um, man, July 6th, 20th year, 20 years ago to this podcast debut, was one of the greatest WWE cards in your house, Calgary Stampede. Oh, man. Jeff and I watched it last night. Have you ever seen this card, Alex? The Calgary Stampede? No. Maybe I did, actually. I thought you were talking about the the Federation Calgary Stampede when you sent that message. No, no. The Calgary... Okay, so the Calgary Stampede card was... uh, Jeff was how many? Four matches on a pay-per-view in your house. This was the lineup. This is 20 years ago. So the lineup was... The first match was... uh, Triple H versus Mankind in a false count anywhere uh, match. And then the next match was Ta- Taka Mishinoku uh, versus the great uh, Sas- uh Oh, my God. What's his name? Um, Sasuke. Sasuke. Yeah, that's it. Uh, sound like Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon was <laughs> like, oh, a tremendous competitor. The great... Uh, uh, Sasuke. What a maneuver. He's, he, he's great where he is. That's so <laughs> I've been told. <laughs> That's basically what he said about him. Uh, not only that, yeah, Vader versus The Undertaker. And then the main event in the Calgary, uh, in the, in the, uh, what is that fucking Calgary place called? The Saddle Dome. Dome. Yeah. Yeah. That fucked up arena. The Heart Foundation, the five of them from the 97 Heart Foundation. 
uh, Brian Pillman, Jim the Anvil Neidhart, Brett the Hitman Hart, Davy Boy Smith, and Owen Hart uh, versus uh, the Legion of Doom, Gold Dust, and Ken Shamrock. And, of course, the leader of that team was Stone Cold Steve Austin in a five-on-five match. And I don't know if you've ever seen this, but the camera shakes because the building is so loud at times, the camera is shaking because the fans are crazy. Jeff? Yes. Yeah. No, it's it's tremendous. It's a, um, yeah. Yeah. What a great uh, show that is to watch. Yeah. It's it's a, it's an amazing card, too, because it's just so, so simple. But yet, uh, the matches, like the Hunter's uh, Falls Count Anywhere match with Mankind is all over the place. Spills into the backyard, spills into the, the kegs, the crates. It, and it goes, you think the match is over. And then in the middle of the match for the for the you know the cruiserweight title to with the two Japanese dudes, all of a sudden mankind and Hunter come back through the crowd. They're still fighting. Oh, it's continued. It's continued, but you didn't even know. You just thought yeah. they would get the match is over. And then uh, Undertaker versus Vader is just a fantastic match. And uh, and then you have the main event. And the great thing about the main event was. Everybody that was on both teams were all feuding with each other at the time. Like um, Brian Pillman was in a feud with Goldust. Uh, Stone Cold was always feuding with Brett. And then Owen and Davy Boy were feuding with the Legion of Doom, more or less. Ken Shamrock, I don't know how he fit in there. But um, <laughs> but that was it. And Jeff, tell us about that match. Oh, it was thing. great. It was great. The, it was a fantastic match back and forth. Uh they take out Owen, uh, so Brett takes out Austin. They both come back for the finish. The highlight of the match, though, definitely has to be Bruce Hart trying to shoehorn his way into camera shots <laughs> repeatedly. It's it's fantastic. It's all it's so great because the whole Hart family sitting there, and they're all <laughs> like. They're all just enjoying the match. They're just happy to be there. But Bruce is there in full character. Like <laughs> he's wearing his leather jacket. He's got his mirror shades on. Nobody else is wearing sunglasses. <laughs> and it's not because his future looks bright. He's Bruce Hart. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me, Bruce? Like they oh. introduce Stu. Bruce raises his hand. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like Bruce is his marionette worker. You know. <laughs> They parade and the stew around and, and then, oh, Bruce is just ridiculous. It's so funny because this weekend was also Bret Hart's birthday. And then unfortunate thing on Bret Hart's birthday, um, Smith Hart, uh, one of the Hart family brothers, uh, he passed away. So, uh, my condolences to the Hart family and to any of the wrestling fans. Uh, Smith Hart uh, will be, will be missed. And, uh, yeah. And that is very sad. That is, it's sad when it happens on your birthday too, you yeah, know. Because I think this is one of the brothers that Brett actually liked, unlike <laughs> Bruce, who we, you know, everybody knows. I don't think they get along, but what a great, uh, you know, thing that is. So I asked you guys because it's Canada's 150th birthday that perhaps if we could compile a list of the 10 greatest grapplers of all time in Canadian history, and then we'd uh, go down the list and we'd debate. 
mm-hmm. how how the list is looking. Yeah. Well, so f- first, uh, when you pitch this to me in the apartment, you're like, "What if it was the top 150?" And then you're like, "No, we can't do that. No, we can't. Do, we can't do 150 Canadian. It'll be a nine-hour show." I'm, and uh, number 94 draws. I got. Uh, I gotta be honest. I just couldn't think of anyone else. It's like it's like this person is not Canadian, but he he could be if he claimed his heritage. Uh, the Rock uh, is in there. At uh, number one forty-three, you know, just right. This guy spent two weeks in Stampede Wrestling. His name is uh, Big Daddy Ritter, uh, <laughs> otherwise known as the Junkyard Dog. Uh, everybody's got a bone to chew on. Hey, so so I'll start it off. Ten greatest wrestlers. We'll just go two at a time. My number ten is Kenny Omega. Uh, after watching a great weekend of Kenny Omega matches. I, I was debating whether he was going to make the list or not because, you know, as far as major championships, what has he held? Uh, how long has he been in the industry? He's been in there for a while and he's a hot commodity right now, but he is the first ever New Japan Pro Wrestling U.S. champion. Uh, so uh, I put him in there also because I just I love Kenny Omega. Man, he's so entertaining to watch. Number nine for me is the current United States champion in the WWE, Kevin Owens slash Kevin Steen, a Ring of Honor champ, uh, WWE US champ, IC champ, and Universal champion. Uh, where are you guys at for 10 and 9? Whoever uh, wants to start. Okay, for uh, 10, I got uh, I got uh, the late, great Owen Hart, and, uh, WWF European champ, King of the Ring winner, three-time Slammy Award winner. Oh, even yes. Even though only... Uh, Two of them uh, were like his famous ones. Uh, Two-time Intercontinental Champ, four-time Tag Team Champ. Yeah, I got Owen Hart at number 10. Number 10. Yeah, and at number nine, the man he inspired. uh, We're actually agreeing on this one, uh, Kevin Owens. One-time Ring of Honor Champ, one-time NXT Champ, one-time Universal Champion. I forgot about the NXT Championship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or I didn't have enough space to type it in. Alex, (laughs) uh, who do you have? Uh, for number 10, I have Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. He went a little further down the list because I wasn't so crazy about his work after 2006. <laughs> he, had that, he had that one angle where he they called himself the Bible Thumper. And uh, basically what he did was he, he crucified his opponents by killing them and then put a Bible beside their body. That's what he actually did in the murders. No, I know that, but I was believing you, and I was like, "Holy shit, that was an angle before!" No, no, never an angle. That was just oh man, that was just a horrible joke. Oh no, I got chills down my spine there. Oh my god, wow, he gave us all the warnings. (laughs) He was like, "You couldn't foresee it when they started becoming the Bible thumper." (laughs) I'm gonna kill your kids (laughs) after I inject them with growth hormone. Hormone. I can't even say the word. Damn it! If you're gonna make a joke, get the words right. Um, So if you're gonna make a joke about a child being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation is the key. Pronunciation. Pronunciation? Uh, I, pronunciation? Uh, I think it's pronunciation. I think you've heard it both ways. Yeah. Oh, all right. It goes both ways. <laughs> and now we're debating <laughs> pronunciation. Uh, yeah, he's a great character to play anyway, in uh, NWO versus WCW Revenge. Yeah. Some of the best chops in the history of the business. And who do you have at nine? Uh, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega in there. Okay, that's based, good. That's just good. based on the past like two Year. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's really he's come out of nowhere in the last two years. Uh, well, Winnipeg, but um, you know, 
he is like those two Okada matches are fantastic. The recent matches he just had on G1. Uh, I went to Ring of Honor War of the Worlds uh, here, and he was the, him and the Young Bucks against I want to say Rapungi Vice and uh, uh, Tanahashi, but I might be wrong. But it's on the War of the Worlds at uh, Toronto. You can see it online if you can find it. Uh, okay, let's go to uh, eight and seven. At number eight, so we're pretty close. We do have Kevin Owens is in the list and 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 Kenny Omega. So I'm, I'm one one with both of you. Uh, and and Owen Hart, I believe, is on my list, and uh, and Chris Benoit, um, I'm sure he'll end up on Jeff's list, but uh, I don't know. He 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 can't be on my. I can't have him on my list. Um, at number eight, uh, I have Christian, uh, WWE Tag Champ, WWE World Champ, TNA World Champ, and then at number seven, I have one of my favorite wrestlers, and I really like. I'm like, but I can't put him higher than seven. Uh, it's going to be Rick Martel. It's, it's Rick Martel. Be Rick Martel. I love Rick He's Martel. He's such a Rick Martel. You guys are Mark. definitely hetero life partners. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into the newlywed game right now. <laughs> it's Rick Martel, man. He's the AWA. When I started watching <sighs> wrestling, he was the AWA world champ. And, you know, it was like Flair, Hogan, and Martel. And those said, guys. Oh, yeah, way, way down on a different level. Look at it, it was. Look at Maybe if Vince didn't sink his career <laughs> like he does with every French Canadian, <laughs> you know, like. If you know, like uh, French Canadians will be, have such fan followings and everything, and Vince is like, make them heels. He makes every he's made every French Canadian wrestler, even if they were the biggest face in the world, like Ricky Martel was, made him a heel. Eventually, biggest face in the world. <laughs> yeah, he was one time the AWA and the, a- the outskirts of Las Vegas at for one time, 120 at, people. At one time, the AWA it, it meant something. It yeah, meant something, yeah. and that was before Rick Martel was even, if he, oh, even no, no. if he was the greatest showman in the history of entertainment. <laughs> Not only that, he was a multi-time uh, WWE tag team champion in two different eras in the 70s and later on in the 80s with, of course, Strike Force. Um, those are my eight and seven. Jeff, who you got? You're making fun of fucking Rick Martel. Give, yeah, me, a, yeah, uh, give me a break. All right. Uh, number eight, uh, representing the women, Trish Stratus, seven-time women's champion, uh, three-time babe of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Is this in your personal life? <laughs> 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 only Trish bad uh, news only three times only three times yeah. in Jeff's uh, 20 some years that's right that's right beat out Becky Holgate <laughs> grade 11 oh uh, Becky Holgate with the Holgate smile uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, diva of the decade yeah yeah no that's not in my personal life that was a legit <laughs> award that's a legit award three time babe of the year all right. And so then, that was that. Uh, that was your. So who? Did, who so so. Uh, wait. Who that's did, number eight. That's number eight. Trish Stratus. Okay. Okay. Uh, number seven. Okay. Uh, you get a. You get a. I'm gonna give you a guess here. Kind of obscure. Kind of obscure. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you you've you've heard of him. Oh oh definitely okay obscure but I've heard of him Canadian wrestler. Uh huh. Lanny Poffo. <laughs> Not Lanny Poffo. I no. think I should have made the list because I am Lanny Poffo. That was really good. Thank you, and I can suck my own cock. 
He can. That's one of his. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's uh, that and he's Canadian. That's two things people know about. <laughs> mm-hmm. And oh yeah, and he's Macho's brother. No, <laughs> who is your seven? I don't know. It sounds like your you're... seven might be mine, so I don't want to say it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the way you're describing it. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, a, a twenty-year veteran. Twenty-year okay, veteran. So no. Uh huh. Mm hmm. In uh, 1971, he defeated a superstar Billy Graham, who would go on to be a WWF champion. And superstar Billy Graham was actually um, trained by Stu trained Hart. by Stu Hart and Wayne Coleman. Hey, uh, he is another old CFLer, I believe, played in the CFLer that we forgot off that list. Oh yeah, we were making up a list of greatest uh, CFL players turned wrestlers. That was another list we were talking about last night. So, top 150. Top 150 <laughs> CFL <laughs> players <laughs> turned wrestlers. In December. The Rock's next, on that list. Yeah, of course he is. So. He's number one. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, in December 1972, defeated Bobby Heenan and Baron Von Raschke in a handicap match. Are we talking Mad Dog Vachon? No. Are we no. talking? No, you're on the right track, though. Are we talking? Are we talking Pat Patterson? No, no. Are uh, we talking? In 1959, the the leader post of Regina reported that uh, he'd wrestled 500 matches and won all of them. That's uh, that's that's dwarfs Goldberg streak right there. Who is this person? You Nobody speak of? ever uh, mentions him when you talk about all time great Canadian wrestlers. And you're about to mention him yes, right now. Yes, number seven on my list for his undefeated streak. Roman Reigns. Terrible Ted the Wrestling Bear. Jesus! Wow, that's a great name. Never heard of him. Terrible Ted the Wrestling Bear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, man. One time that wrestling bear came to my town, and I could not. And the Zamboni driver had to wrestle him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Tony the Zamboni driver. You know his life wasn't going well. We had to get in a ring with Terrible Ted the Bear. <laughs> First of all, he's like going at the bear head on. And I was like, dude, like use the ropes. Like come off the ropes. The bear ain't going to see it coming from behind a clothesline. Just clothesline from you. I'm like, why are you not taking an aerial attack on this bear? He ain't going to see you're going to trying to ground and pound a bear. Come on, man. So you actually had somebody wrestle Terrible Ted. I saw somebody in my first wow. wrestling card ever. The bear was there. You saw Ted in, in your hometown. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. A legitimate Canadian wrestling yeah. legend. I was great. And, and the sheep Fought was the on Zamboni there. driver. Also on there, <laughs> Ricky Johnson. Not Rocky Johnson. Ricky, the uh, Rock's uncle. Uh, uncle, yeah. Uh, and Angela Mosca Jr. Um, PWI third place wrestler. Rookie of the Year for 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, who do you got at uh, eight and seven? Uh, number eight, much like Kenny Omega. It's uh, I was late to the party on this guy, but the past uh, year and a half, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, El Generico. His match against uh, Owens at what was that last year? It's so one of the first time, one of the I first main know. events. It was the pay per view. Uh, yeah, was, I just watched the Kevin Owens documentary and I can't remember, but I know the one you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, because everyone was crazy. And the Nakamura match last year was great too. Yeah, but I thought, that. but I thought the Owens one was even better. And I thought the guy had the top two matches of the whole year last year. I love when Sami Zayn came in in Montreal and went up against Cena and had that great match in, yeah. in his hometown against Cena. That's the first time I saw somebody go from one side of the apron to the other side of the apron through the two ropes. Yes, that's so good. That that move like 
blew my mind. So you know what, Sami Zayn, that is a that is a great choice. And they're doing that's, everything they can to bury that's him. That's too high for me for Sami Zayn. I I do well, not have got, him cracking my top ten, but but I do. You got Owen I, Hart too low, so I do think Owen oh. Hart is too low. <laughs> um, I do agree with that. And uh, and you both are uh-huh. high if you have Chris Benoit. Um, no, <laughs> I I will say um, didn't have the win loss record of the wrestling bear. Who, that's why. Did, that's why. <laughs> you know what? The wrestling bear. <laughs> I uh, I didn't. That is actually a good one, and I did uh, not even think of it. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so so you have uh, okay. So you have Sami Zayn at number eight. Okay. Well, I think Jeff's gonna be really mad about my number seven. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> Who's this? It's a personal favorite. I thought this is our top ten favorite Canadian. Well, no. it could, it, it could no. be. It's how, you, it's, no. how, it's how you justified. If you yeah. Okay. Sami Zayn loses every match on SmackDown. <laughs> One of the best of all time. <laughs> this guy doesn't know it's a work yet. Well, it's a work? <laughs> <laughs> Intercontinental champion, European champion, two-time hardcore champion, uh, two-time tag team champion. Test. Oh. Test. I loved Test when I was growing up. He's the only big man I've ever really gotten behind besides The Undertaker. I loved his elbow drop from the top. He's got a top five oh, elbow drop all time from the top rope. He the gut wrench powerbomb is great. I always love Test. Yeah, Test. He was my three-time babe of the year <laughs> <laughs> on Alex Wood's list. And he's from the six. He's Toronto. And you know what? It's like, okay, so when WrestleMania was in Toronto last, I was, what, 17, mm-hmm. 18? Uh, 18. Yes. WrestleMania 18. He wasn't even wrestling. He was, the, all the wrestlers were at the Lone Star across the, where the stadium is. They had a section sectioned off and they were all like had their own private area. But he was like, like a fan or like a big mark just trying to get into wrestling. And he was like, uh, got caught like looking in, trying to like, are those, those wrestlers in there? Those, you know, he just, he just wanted to try to meet somebody to get an in. And I guess he succeeded or something, but I heard that story. Like, yeah, that guy. That's tests. crazy. Yeah. He was like trying to track them down and stalk them and everything, but you got to do what you got to do. Like, it's so hard to break into yeah, the worked. business. So I don't, I don't think it's as hard today. You just go to a wrestling school. They're everywhere now. So you go to any Lone Star. <laughs> you go to any Lone Star. There are wrestlers eating there. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. A- we can't put test at number seven. That's ridiculous. I I think he, he, he justified Mary- saying it is his favorite. So yeah. so that's not well. That's not what this list is about. No, We're talking no. about all time great. It's all time greats. It uh, is all time greats. Test I'll, one I'll st- half of TNA. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Don't sell him short. If Triple H hadn't have stolen Stephanie McMahon's <laughs> hand in marriage, he would be the guy running NXT right now. He would be the guy running NXT right now. If uh, yeah, no, no, he wouldn't. No, because <laughs> don't go along with that <laughs> argument. He would still be dead. He'd still be dead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. he, he, he would still had. be addicted to pills and died prematurely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus, yeah. that was dark. Um, <laughs> So so that is great. So 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 we have T- tests. We have tests. I'd put him over Rick Martel just to piss off. <laughs> I, think, I love that the guy that's got wrestling that's got the fucking Care Bear is. Uh, is he was not is, a Care Bear. Well, somebody to take care of him. Remorseless, <laughs> undefeated bear <laughs> is what he was. Didn't, didn't care for his opponents whatsoever. 
Bobby Heenan and Baron Von Raschke. Uh, That's two Hall of Famers right there. Uh, when you said Baron Von Raschke, I was like, oh, he's, he makes fun of the AWA, and then he brings up an AWA wrestler. <laughs> it's a goddamn fucking bear. And you're complaining about test? This is um, a test. My God. <laughs> so six and five for Who's me. Who's next? Tiger Ali Singh. <laughs> number six. All time great. <laughs> Don't wreck my list. Jinder Mahal. Uh-huh. Jinder could be. You know, if you did the top uh, 10 Canadian wrestlers of right now, mm-hmm. Jinder Mahal would be in there. Probably, maybe. Yeah. And so would test. Um, <laughs> no, no. So my number six, I have Owen Hart, who we all, uh, you have way too low and you have not mentioned yet and number five i have also seven time uh champion uh trish stratus at number five um who you have also had on the list yes. uh, and three-time babe of the year <laughs> and uh at one time this is actually pretty funny so my room my old roommate boomer phillips did a movie with trish stratus called bail enforcers or bounty hunters and uh, at the time, they rated her the number one greatest female of all time. And Boomer's like, <laughs> the number one just, greatest in general? female of all time. Like number two yeah. is Joan of Arc. Yeah. Number yeah. one yeah. is Susan yeah. yeah. Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Hillary Clinton's four. Um, no, no. In wrestling. Laura Secord. In wrestling. <laughs> Suck my yeah. Oh, I would love to suck Laura Secord chocolate. Uh, she invented the chocolate, right? That what Laura Secord did? She no, she didn't. Laura Secord chocolate. It's yes. chocolate. Yes. Chocolate. She invented, chocolate. She invented ch- <laughs> chocolate flavor. No. What? She warned about an incoming attack. With chocolate? Not- <laughs> like for diabetics? What are you talking about? What attack? What is- huh? Okay. I don't know. It was a fucking... She's the first yeah. lady to ever open a store in the Bay. <laughs> It's like, well, fucking, I'm like, well, what did, what did Purdy ever do? Purdy's chocolate. What did they ever do? How come they're not on the list? Of- I have no idea hey, where you're going with this. Forget it. Listen. Ever since you said Rick Martell, this thing's gone downhill. <laughs> I got Trish Stratus at number we've five. We've had bears. We've had test. I was just saying. She's <laughs> the greatest woman in history is what you're saying. The greatest woman wrestler in the history of female wrestling. That's what they ranked her as. And I didn't think she was. I thought she was number three. But now I just, now I in do history? think she's. I, in, in history. As a rough wrestling. But, I love that phrase. Number one woman ever. Yeah. 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 Look at If I ever want to get her on the goddamn podcast talking wrestling, she is the fucking greatest woman ever. Okay. So I'm going to say that right now. Tell Trish her she's Stratus. won that award and she'll <laughs> to come on and accept the award Trish of Stratus, number one woman Trish ever. Stratus, mm. you are, you are number five on my list of greatest Canadian grapplers of all time. <clears throat> you are Jeff McHenry's three time babe of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and you are my number one female yeah. woman yeah. of all, yeah. the, of all time. Better than Florence Nightingale. Better than Florence mm-hmm. Henderson. <laughs> better than Florence Italy all the Florences you got them beat babe hey who do you got at uh, six and five Alex uh, we have the same number six the king of hearts Owen Hart that's where yeah that's perfect <laughs> pretty much made the slammies what they are yes he was the first person to really utilize the slammy award good face amazing heel amazing heel just amazing so good on the mic no one ever talks about that because he was uh, fantastic in the ring, but so goddamn good on the mic. And um, 
That cage match with Brett at SummerSlam. Kicked your leg right out from under your leg. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't that good on one the mic. Botch. No, he one botch. I don't even think they were botches. I think he did them on purpose because he cracking yeah, guys up in the back. Ribs. He's like, I like when that gob of spit oh, was on. Shit. Even I didn't know that gob of spit was there at WrestleMania, but he kept it there for jokes. That's what I like to believe, anyways. He was that damn Brett. I kicked your leg right out from <laughs> under your leg, Brett, my brother, Brett, Brett. I can't do Owen Hart. Someday no. we'll get somebody on that can. So, uh, and who do you have at uh, five? Uh, my number five is Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Wow, that high already. I got the Blue Jays Kevin Owens shirt. I think McHenry can go fuck himself if he doesn't agree. Great on the mic. Fan- probably the go. best besides Heyman right now. Well, look at the only reason why Owens isn't higher on my list is just because of the time in. Like, you, my list is fairly modern. Like, there's not a lot of old people or, or like, you know, I was like, am I going to put an Edward Carpentier or am I going to put a you know a stars that tarzan the boot tyler or you know even Stu hart you know he's the only canadian to have the you know the order of canada Stu hart's in my honorable mentions he, he should be in the honorable mentions so yeah that kevin owens will be someday he could be number one maybe even number two you Who know knows? what it was that whole the whole program with jericho this year i was like i haven't laughed as hard at wrestling since i was a kid well, like genuinely and the the raw after the the raw after survivor series in toronto yeah the one yeah. with roman reigns i i laughed hysterically i that was I, well done that was well i done. yelled roman reigns out loud and you can hear it <laughs> before they say roman reigns he did on, do that i did i was like <laughs> roman reigns like because i was like i knew they weren't gonna break up i was like don't do it not in toronto that's why they not full sold toronto. me i was like there this is actually or at least telling the story and then i laughed so hard i thought it was perfectly well done the festival friendship i was like chris jericho should have been an emmy for this i honestly felt like it was so entertaining and then the, it was beautiful because you look at the history of tag teams. In the end, you know Jericho got thrown through the 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 Titantron, yeah. or whatever it Geritron was, 5, the Geritron. But it all starts with Shawn Michaels putting Janetti through a barbershop window, yeah. And then Chris Jericho is wrestling Shawn Michaels, and he puts Shawn Michaels into the Geritron and fucks up his eye. And then, and, and now, finally, Jericho's in a tag team with Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens throws Jericho, and it comes full circle. It's just like the passing of the tag team turn torch. Yeah. And I absolutely love the festival friendship, and I thought it was probably one of the best things that happened in WWE uh, this past year. Great workers. First match on pay-per-view with Cena. The documentary on him I just watched this weekend is fantastic. Definitely WWE does a great job. But it's like they cover all of his Ring of Honor stuff. Like, everything he did in Ring of Honor – amazing like he's just so good uh but i wish i could put him higher but i just can't i couldn't just because of the years in uh jeff who do you have at uh, six and five do we uh, have uh, number number six we got a four-time nwa mid-atlantic heavyweight champion five-time nwa world tag team champion one-time wwwf champion First guy to beat Bruno uh, in the garden, no less. Uh, it's Ivan Koloff. Ivan Koloff. You know what? I was going to throw Ivan Koloff in my list, but then in the end, I think Kenny Omega bumped him, which is a disrespect to Ivan Koloff mm-hmm. a little bit. 
but um, Ivan Koloff would probably be 11, 12 on my list. Yeah. I, I, I think you got to just, uh, you know, he, Bruno handpicked him to beat him after like what? Eight six, years. Yeah. Yeah. After a huge run. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. And I, then he had a great, like the, and you then know, he had he a was, great run after that in the NWA as a tag champ. With, yeah. Uh, like in the eighties, him and Crusher Khrushchev and Nikita and, Koloff, like they were fantastic. And you didn't realize that this, is a guy that beat Bruno. Mm-hmm. It seems like so long ago, and then you're watching this guy go up against the Road Warriors, and the Road Warriors are selling for him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's great. And who do you? So Ivan Koloff. I thought he was Russian. Uh, that's why he didn't make my list. How long did he have <laughs> no. the title after he beat Bruno? Uh, not very long. Not very long. Yeah. Yeah. He was a transitional. Yeah. yeah, they they put the belt on Pedro because uh, they always wanted an immigrant in New York. Like yes. somebody, and Russia wasn't really respected at the time. <laughs> Why? No. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so. And and New was, York was always a babyface territory. Yeah. Too, so, yeah. so Pedro Morales came in, was the next guy. Who do you have at your five? At uh, number five, uh, he's a WCW champion. He's a world champion, four time intercontinental champion, three time WWE champion, a Royal Rumble winner. Uh, a tragic murder victim of Kevin Sullivan. We've got... (laughs) (laughs) A tragic murder victim. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, we got a conspiracy on our hands. Oh, my God. I have seen some videos on YouTube that are very convincing. He would be jealous. He took his. Benoit took his wife in the angle. Of course, uh, Kevin Sullivan wasn't fit. You know, Mm -hmm. he used to be a Satanist at one time. Mm, That's right. That's right. Oh, and then he the Dungeon of Doom. (laughs) No, tragic murder. You haven't even said who it is yet, and it's like. I gotta watch these videos. <laughs> I've heard the theory, but I've never watched the YouTube videos. Oh, you haven't watched the YouTube videos no, of the Chris this. Yeah, it's Kevin Sullivan murdered Chris uh, Benoit. No, I know, I've heard the theory. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Oh, that's so good. Oh my god. So you have Chris Benoit at number five. Number, number five. Top five. Number five. Greatest. Can, what He's makes an him, incredible wrestler. And what makes him great? And yeah, but do you want to identify him as a Canadian, Jeff? <laughs> yes. Well, let's say he went crazy after he moved to Florida. How about that? <laughs> yeah, you can say that. No, you can't say anything, Jeff. Look, and I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, and I'll tell you right now, mm-hmm. greatest OJ, 10 top. no good? OJ's not good. OJ's not on my list of greatest Bills of all time. Tito's well, your favorite Jackson? Uh, Tito. Is this what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. Michael Jackson, first of all, never murdered anyone. He was murdered. I swear to God. And he was I murdered. really, I, I, I hope Rick Martel blows up a school. <laughs> Rick Martel blows up a school. It's probably and, the not, a, and the news reporter is like, definitely not top 10 wrestler of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Martel. <laughs> Rick Martel. Oh, man. You didn't like, you didn't like the model? You didn't like the model, Martel? Rick it was the model? okay. He wasn't a top 10 <laughs> wrestler of all time. Wow. The greatest feuds with Tatanka of all time. <laughs> Do you not remember when Rick the model Martel yeah. took Tatanka's feathers? Yeah, I, I remember And he'd that. wear them around the ring <laughs> like he won them at a fair playing darts. Like, <laughs> you know, I am the model, Rick Martel. <sighs> hey, 
So you have Chris Benoit on the list. Uh, you, number five. Number yeah. five. And I, I cannot have a murderer on my list. He's not on the list for me. So we'll, we'll squeeze two. I hate to tell you, Terrible Ted, uh, according to Wikipedia, mauled a woman to death. So <laughs> I've got two. <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, one, wait. One murderer and one murder didn't, victim. Didn't he yeah, but did she, did, she get into the ring, did she get into the ring at the wrong time of the month? Or because bears are attracted to mm-hmm. pheromones. Mm-hmm. You know. <clears throat> So who know Kevin Sullivan could have killed her too. If I was going to fight terrible Ted, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> if I was to fight terrible Ted, I would fight him in the winter when he's tired. Mm-hmm. Alex, who do you have for uh, six and five? <laughs> did mine. Remember? We already did them, right? <laughs> Owen and Owens. Owens. Oh, double Owens. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm still okay. can't believe that you dropped the conspiracy bomb. Uh, all right. So Pretty now we're on a four stuff. and three. For me, read, read the comments below too. The, the, <laughs> there's a lot of people that believe this sort of thing. <laughs> of course they do. Uh, of course they do. Maybe mm. we should do wrestling conspiracies uh, mm. some oh, episode for sure. I think we know what his number one is. Let's <laughs> get <laughs> a wrestling conspiracy number one. Chris Benoit. That's Vince, Vince that, McMahon is also a lizard. I hate to tell you that, boys. The twentieth hijacker, Kevin <laughs> Sullivan. Everybody. <laughs> At number four. Uh, from Toronto, from Orangeville to be exact, uh, started in Toronto, wrote a letter to the Ottawa Sun, Toronto Sun, mm-hmm. saying he wanted to become a wrestler and they gave him a scholarship to a sh- uh, wrestling <laughs> school. And, uh, he went on to become a multi world champion. Uh, Adam Copeland, the edge. Sexton I got him Hardcastle. Four. Sexton mm-hmm. Hardcastle himself. And at number three. This one was tough because I couldn't. I was like, do I put him at three? Do I put him at two? These guys are a bit probably interchangeable. Number three, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, the greatest heel of all time, an amazing face, never held a world championship, didn't need it, intercontinental champion. Rowdy Roddy Piper is Good my choice. number three. Good choice. Um, so the edge in at four, I got Rowdy Roddy Piper at three. Uh, Alex, uh, who do you have? Okay, I left Rowdy Roddy Piper off of my list because of uh, mostly the American connotation. I wanted purebred Canadians, but anyways, that's a good pick. Okay, I I I, I, I spent a lot of. I thought you were gonna say because sleepless of the, minutes. I thought you were gonna say because of the black face paint at a WrestleMania. <laughs> no. No, no, no. That was uh, Calvin Sullivan threw that bucket of paint on him. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't even know, he didn't even know it was on. Uh, number four. Oh, man's done some horrible things. Uh, I got number four and number three at the same time. The Sing Brothers. Uh, general, <laughs> no, I'm just trying to upset McHenry. But he won't be upset by my number four, I think. <laughs> Those guys can fly through a table. Uh, I will say that. Christian! Christian, Christian, number four. Well, yeah. Oh, man. So funny. So funny. Like, he might be the funniest wrestler of all time. I'm going to tell you right maybe now. Maybe not on the mic all the time. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's the funniest on the mic, but like um, maybe the funniest actual well, off stage. I'm going to tell you right now, Christian, I absolutely love Christian. And he left the WWE at, to go to TNA because he felt he was being underused. And it worked. And uh, he went and he became a world champion of TNA. And that inspired me. To leave Yuck Yucks and become an independent comic on my own. And uh, that's a beautiful story. I know. I never won a world championship in anything else since I left Yuck Yucks, but 
but it's worked out for me and just like it's worked out for him but he'd actually I just realized I sound like the woman beyond the mat Christian inspired me <laughs> he inspired me to go back <laughs> to school <laughs> I'm gonna be a trade worker um, <laughs> he's got good family values you know but Christian that he inspired me for that uh, you better explain that story Gage because some that? people won't know that reference I don't oh think. the reference okay so in uh, in the the, the documentary the Canadian documentary documentary dances with shadows uh wrestling with wrestling with shadows uh wrestling with shadows the brett the hitman heart documentary they're interviewing a woman outside of a stadium in the states and uh, everybody hates Bret Hart, but this woman's like, Bret Hart's a good man. He's got family values, <laughs> and he's just a good guy. And, you know, Bret Hart has inspired me in a lot of ways. Like, recently, I just went back to school, and I'm taking a computer <laughs> course. And, like, this woman is not that. like, he's not like, it looks like, it looks like, I don't want to judge, but it looks like she's like, if she was a WWE character, she'd be like Jamie Noble, yeah. like fresh out of the trailer park, you know? That's what she reminded me of. And, but it's just such a fan. But Christian inspired me. That's the whole point. He inspired me, and I love that he left. And then I love that he came back, and I love that he, you know, won those titles. But my personal beef with Christian, why he's low on my list, is I listened to uh, Edge and Christian's podcast, and recently he was talking hockey, and he made fun of the New York Islanders. He said, oh, you think Gareth Here we go. Gareth Snow's mm-hmm. 10-year rebuild is working? And I didn't think that was funny. And then he said that John Tavares is going to end up with the Leafs next year, and I don't think that's fucking funny either. So, Christian, I'm putting you on notice. You want to talk hockey? Come on, talk and wrestling. Talk hockey. Oh, we'll talk shop. I'll tell you that. He ain't listening. Hey, who else do you have? Christian, I love it. Number you th- want to talk hockey? Come on, talk and wrestling. Come on. <laughs> yeah, hockey puck. Talking hockey with wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, talking hockey with hockey with wrestlers. <laughs> uh, number three, our lists are very similar. They're really close in numbers, too. Uh, number three, Edge. Edge, yes. How can he not? And that, and that, that yeah. is, and and as a first tag person team, to cash in money in the bank, you, and, and, and the second, and the way he did it, yeah, that was amazing. That set the, you know, because if I was to win the money in the bank, okay, now you guys know this is a work, right? <laughs> and the way he did it, he <laughs> bided his time, waited until after the elimination chamber. Look it. Well, you also forgot you just said, this is how I would do it. <laughs> this is how I would do it. I would be like, next year, WrestleMania, I'm in the main event, Monday the Bank. I just, that's, that's when I'm doing it, because that's the biggest paycheck. That's what I would do. But a lot of them are like, they want to become that world champion, they want to cash in. And I'd like to see more people fail at it when they do that. You need no risk, no reward. Like, sometimes they You're so fail. buried if you do that, though. Oh, I know who I want to fucking fail. Baron Corbin. And let's remember, on Talking Wrestling, there's only one Corbin that matters, and that's the one on the motherfucking mic. <laughs> He's very upset that he has the same last name. Well, he- Baron Corbin's not even his real fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, Corbin's the greatest. Yeah, I know. And then they're not talking about me? Oh, Get the God. fuck out of here. Uh, I don't like him that much. I don't like him. His stupid paunch belly and his stupid receding hairline. Yes, both of those. And his the finisher is pretty sounds sweet. like my father's. Jeff. Uh-huh. You're up. Okay. What are we at? Four and three? We're at, uh, yeah, four and three. Uh, Six-time world champion, nine-time intercontinental champion, a record five-time world tag team champ, Chris Jericho. Too low. Chris Jericho at three. I don't think so. At four. At four. At four. At four. four. Oh, Jeff. Uh Jesus. Uh Uh-huh. 
Oh, okay. Uh, and who do you have at three? Uh, number three, uh, WWE Intercontinental Champ, WWE Tag Champ, five-time NWA uh, WCW Champion, uh, main event of the first WrestleMania, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, Roddy Piper. I definitely have Roddy Piper in there at number three. I agree with you. That's yeah. exactly where he belongs. Number three. Um, but Jericho, really, I, uh, I have... Uh, you know, I have Jericho since uh, we're going back to me. Mm-hmm. I have Jericho at number two. Uh, the, for example, the career he has had has been fantastic. He's as prominent now uh, in his in his forties as he was in, as a cruiserweight in his twenties. To be honest, there was a middle lull of his career in the WWE that I was not a big fan of. Yeah, uh, he 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 debuted so hot. Yeah, and I remember I was in. Uh, Calgary, 99 August. I was watching the Blackfoot Inn. I was like, I'm in Calgary, and Calgary is in Chicago. Because it was in Chicago, I think, he debuted. Going at it with The Rock. Because I loved him in like WCW. Unreal. The only reason I watched. Like, his feud feud with Goldberg was very entertaining. Uh, His moveset was great. The list. I love that his career has been bookend with lists. Yes. The list uh, of 1,004 holds. And then, you know, uh, Armar, and then they cut back, they go to commercial, they come back, he's still in the ring. Move 834, Armbar. He just kept repeating. The Saskatchewan spinning nerve hole. Oh, so funny. The (laughs) Saskatchewan. His like I loved his WCW career. There's one that with the word credenza in it. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the moss handled... (laughs) Yeah, three-handed credenza. credenza. Oh my god, yeah. that's good. E. Jericho is great, and you know why? Uh, Jericho is my number two because, uh, well, I can this weekend. What happened, Jeff? Uh, god, this <laughs> this puts him at number two. This puts him at number two. Okay, Sorry, I just yelled that in the mic. You, yeah, you really, yeah. The, the whole there the was whole, one rule. Right, right, yell in the mic. <laughs> okay, uh, you can't, you, you're taking too long. Get to it. Okay, so this week on Instagram, I follow. Oh, I saw I this. Follow Chris Jericho. Yeah, this is super Chris sad. Jericho. <laughs> Chris Jericho was me too. Chris Jericho. Um, <laughs> you son of a bitch! Don't you mock me? No, I was happy for you. This is uh so Chris Jericho is wearing a, he puts a picture of himself in an airport. He's wearing a t-shirt that says no bozos. It's got a clown face with a no sign over the clown face. And uh, I'm a super Van Halen fan. Everybody knows I love Van Halen. And that's Eddie Van Halen's t-shirt that he wore on guitar magazine covers in the 80s. And so I wrote all these Chris Jericho fans are writing in. And I took the second because I saw it. And I was a little cheebed at the time. I'm not going to lie. It's a Sunday morning. And uh, I typed in, I've always wanted that shirt since I've seen Eddie Van Halen wearing it on magazine covers in the 80s. And then uh, I went about my day. And then all of a sudden... (laughs) And then all of a sudden, I got a notification. I day. I got a, which was just basically smoking more weed. Yeah. But um, I, uh, all of a sudden, uh, about a half hour later, I get a notification on my phone that Chris Jericho sent me a message. Well, I open up Instagram, and Chris Jericho has replied, and he says, at Casey Corbin, me 
to yeah did jericho and i just become best friends yeah you're damn right we did you told the story like you were in dallas for the kennedy assassination <laughs> this is so much pomp and circumstance <laughs> You should have seen how happy he was. <laughs> no, that's great. I would have been jacked up, too. Hey, a couple weeks ago, Sebastian Bach liked a comment that I put on his thread. I put a stupid little joke. Sebastian Bach liked it. I got excited. But Chris Jericho put my... He knows that comedian Casey Corbin exists. Chris Jericho, if you're listening to talking wrestling right now, if you're out there, bro... And you uh, want to talk hockey. And you want to talk hockey. <laughs> Uh, you let me know and I'll book your dad Ted Irvin to be on the show <laughs> and I'll tell him how much I think the Rangers suck <laughs> talking hockey <laughs> if you have asshole. them on that probably would be the best way if you had Christian and Jericho on they probably actually would be like yeah let's talk hockey I'm sick of doing wrestling podcasts well you know what though I would do talking hockey with those guys because the show is talking wrestling and half of it's talk and half of it's wrestling you know if I have wrestlers on and they don't want to talk about wrestling yeah. Well, that's enough wrestling content to have yeah, on. Just them and wrestling. Like, right. That's the thing is, like, I'm going to have guests on. They might not know anything about wrestling at all, but at some, but we'll find something that they know about wrestling. Just to have some content, and then sometimes we won't even talk wrestling at all. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll wrestle with the uh, debate whether we're going to talk wrestling or not. Where are you at? Who are we at? Uh, no, it's somewhere. you. You've done it's number me? two. Well, and no, then you we're got... now going. To, we're going to you guys for oh. number two because we'll all release a number one. The okay. Ayatollah of rock and roll, Chris Jericho, Chris is also Jericho my number, number two. two. Uh, Who do you have a two? Uh, I got Edge at number two. Yeah. You got Edge at number two. Uh, all right. Nobody's held in. more belts uh, in the history of WWE than Edge. You want me to go over them? Four-time WWF champion slash E. Uh, seven-time world champion. Actually, I shouldn't say WWF. He was never WWF champion. WWE. Uh, five-time intercontinental champion. Royal Rumble winner. Twelve-time WWF slash world tag his, team champion. His, his, his career wasn't very long, though. A little cut short, no? Hmm? A little cut short career? Well, it's not his fault that he got a neck injury. Yeah, so it was Jim Brown and Bobby Orr. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying. They are not even on the list of greatest wrestlers <laughs> of all time. Jim Brown did not retire due to injury. He retired because he just well, was done. Career, short career, though. Yeah, yeah he just didn't want career, he, yeah. like Barry Sanders. Hey, uh, so who do you have at, uh, you said number two, who do you have? Uh, I got Edge. He's got Jericho. Uh, Jericho. Well. I've got Jericho. I will say about Edge really quick too. One of the most underrated Undertaker WrestleMania matches. Fantastic Everybody when they talk match. about him is just like HBK, Brock. I like then, his match against his Mankind matches against the yeah, Foley. Yeah, WrestleMania. That one was great too. I love that one. Yeah, I love the different versions of Edge. You know, because like I was a big ENC are in my top five favorite tag teams of all time. Yeah. Uh, and and they're just great. And I'm glad I got to see Edge Appreciation Night at SmackDown when they did the final last five seconds for flash photography because nobody has flash photography anymore. You know, everybody's like, we're already videoing it, dude. We'll just fucking screenshot it. Um, so number one for is the you, only name that hasn't come up. So I think it's pretty much unanimous. I, for you, it's Rick Martell again. <laughs> no, no. Number one. Canadian champion, 17 bullets in the chest, Dino Bravo. <laughs> Is you guys don't have Dino Bravo as your number one? He's Rick Martel's uh, tag team partner. 
Uh, strongest man in the world at strongest one point. Strongest 715 pounds. <laughs> lifted clean. Let's stop playing around. We obviously all have Rene Dupree as our number one. Oh, my God. Wait till Rene Dupree. Um, I can't tell this story right now because it's in a future episode that's already in the can. Hey, folks. Episode five, we got K. Trevor Wilson. You want to tune in that episode because we're going to talk about Rene Dupree, uh, who is also fantastic. I just saw him wrestle at the Walt Culture uh, Canadian Tournament, and he was great. Before he left the ring at the very end, he did his little La Resistance dance, yeah. and everybody was like, "Woo!" Anyways, yeah, good wrestler, second generation. Good luck. Good luck. Still looks good. And uh, he's a friend of friend of ours, uh, Julian Dion. Yeah, oh yeah. So number so, one, Canada's greatest athlete, Iron Mike Sharp. That's that's well, who it's got to be. Well, right? that's the greatest athlete. Rah, this is. Rah, 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 oh no 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 no! no. Iron Mike. Actually, it's uh, wrist hurts. It's, it's Bullwhip Johnson is number <laughs> one. So, uh, just to let everybody know on the inside joke, Bullwhip Johnson, actually one half of the Long Riders uh, for a brief time. He's a Canadian wrestler, and we all know his son, Eric Johnson, uh, who is a comedian in uh, Canada. Uh, Alex, number one, who do you got? The Excellence of Execution, Brett the Hitman Hart. Jeff McHenry. Uh, I got, uh, yeah, I got, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart as well. Well, we have, I think that's unanimous because we all know who I'm going to pick because the guy that cries when he meets him, uh, that's me. <laughs> the guy that cries when he meets <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, when anytime I meet a Hart family, I cry. Yes. Oh yeah. I got all teary eyed when I met it. Diana Hart Smith. And then it. I could barely meet Harry Smith a couple weeks ago. I had a wrestling card. I was all nervous. And then I, I you know what I did? I brought a picture of his parents and me. It's like, you want to see a picture of your parents? Crazy stalker. (laughs) This guy. I'm a loser. But I might be a loser, but unanimously, the greatest Canadian wrestler of all time is Brett the Hitman Hart. Absolutely. Uh, He's also my favorite wrestler of all time. He also is... uh, He's my favorite wrestler of all time, too. He's my favorite wrestler of all time, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish he was my dad growing up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to see how we can all... (laughs) Uh, Uh, My dad is Brian Corbin, not to be confused with Baron Corbin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My dad is... uh, I I can just tell you this. My dad delivers a better beating than Baron Corbin. The lone dad, (laughs) Brian Corbin? The lone... lone, (laughs) Yeah, the lone dad. Hey, um... Um, before we go, number one uh, greatest man who ever lived, I've heard, uh, is uh, is Brett the Hitman Art. Yeah, he's up there, man. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. <laughs> he, he's up there you for know, greatest like, man. I put him on. <laughs> <laughs> he's up there. He's up there. He doesn't say number one, but he's like he's up there. He's up there. I, I put Jericho on that list too. I love Chris Jericho. Lincoln, <laughs> Hitman. I thought you were gonna say Hitler. Next, <laughs> when you said it, I was like, "Come on, man!" Hey, uh, great balls of fire this weekend, and uh, good news: the main event uh, will be Roman Reigns. Uh, no, is is uh, Samoa Joe versus Brock, Brock Lesnar? Who are you taking in that fight, Jeff? Ooh, ooh, good, uh, good question, Case. Uh, I don't think drop uh, Brock's dropping the belt. So uh, Brock wins by some means uh, disqualification, maybe. All right. Who do you like in that, Alex? Well, if they were smart, Roman already said he's fighting the winner at SummerSlam, right? Yeah. You could keep uh, Joe looking really strong with there's some interference. 
Cuff I like the, the battle title. of the Samoans at SummerSlam. Yeah, I and like then that. those two fight at SummerSlam, and then it gets to keep the Brock it's for WrestleMania. Roman WrestleMania thing because everyone keeps saying, "Oh, it's going to happen at SummerSlam now." And I'm not I so sure. I think they're really stupid. I think I got I got Samoa Joe with some greasy stuff happening. Yeah, perhaps that could be. Uh, the, I like I like uh, I like uh, you know what? I'm going to go Samoa Joe based on that. Uh, as far as Roman Reigns and the ambulance match, um, I have a theory how uh, how that match is going to go down. I think that uh, this is Roman Reigns' first ambulance match, so everybody wants that moment. And I think when Roman Re- when it comes time, Roman Reigns is going to be knocked out, and so will uh, Braun. And then at the last minute, James Elworth will appear. He'll help put Braun in the ambulance, and then he'll go hop in the ca- hop in the driver's seat, and he'll drive to the ambulance to the uh, ambulance door <laughs> yeah to the ambulance door and uh james elworth will aid and assist roman reigns and everybody will boo that worse than they booed the world woman it was jeff why was this funnier last night when i said it uh you were uh, you were high <laughs> and i was playing along because i wanted to go to bed you son uh, of a bitch <laughs> This is the whole reason why I'm even talking about Great Balls of Fire was to get that joke in. I thought we'd end up on a good joke. Turns out the biggest fucking joke of the day is Chris Benoit, number three, with two people killed. He was number five. Number, number five. five. Hey, folks. Um, <laughs> That is uh, pretty much our first episode. That was a great uh, first episode, guys. Well, hey, let's uh, let the listeners uh, decide that. Hey, if you're going to listen to this, uh, remember we're on the Never Sleeps Network, uh, NSN. Uh, rate, review, subscribe on Instagram. Follow us, Talking Wrestling Podcast. Also, uh, you want to send us an email, Talking Wrestling at Gmail. You want to follow us on the Twitter at TNWPod. Um, folks. I had two great guests today. Jeff McHenry, what do you got going on? Tell me what's going on with you and tell me what you got coming up. Oh, thank you. Uh, Besides the dishes when you get home. (laughs) Uh, I'm doing the Citadel Theater with uh, Colin Mockery and James Jones. That's coming up uh, next Friday. Those are the improv guys? Uh, Yeah. Whose line is it anyway? Uh, uh, Colin's from uh, Whose Line. I once did a show with Greg Proops and we were in the bathroom uh doing rails and i looked at him i said hey whose line is it anyway (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to plug stuff right now you realize i am sorry well you wrecked my joke from last night i didn't wreck your joke it was a bad joke (laughs) all right uh what else what else you got (laughs) jeffrey oh mckenry Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Go to uh, jeffmchenry.com for all my show dates. Uh, that's M-C-E-N-E-R-Y. And uh, also, grab a CD on iTunes because it's on my phone. And uh, yes, uh, yes. you can get a CD on iTunes. What's your CD called? Uh, it's Sunset, Sunset Acres. Acres. Yeah, that's damn right. Uh, Jeff, thanks for joining us today. Thank you Alex, so much for having Alex, me. And uh, yeah, great having you. You're going to be my Teddy Fowler. You'll be back. Alex Wood. From the uh, Alex Wood Quits Everything podcast. Please don't quit coming here. Where can we find you? What's going on with you? Yeah, new episodes every Tuesday on Google Play and uh, iTunes everywhere. You can find podcasts. Uh, And then I'm headlining Yuck Yucks Ottawa the last weekend of July, July 28th, 29th, and 30th. Then I headline all of Western Canada in September. In Calgary, September? Edmonton, Vancouver, Abbotsford. Fantastic. Yeah. So Western Canada, he will be out there. Go check him out. Uh, folks, 
My name is Casey Corbin. Thank you uh, for joining us in our first episode. So many people I want to thank. I thank them at the top of the show. Thanks to We Watch Wrestling Guys. Uh, thanks to you, the listeners. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Um, I'm Casey Corbin. You want to find me? Just Google Casey Corbin. I'm the number one Casey Corbin on the internet. Uh, you guys have been a lot of fun. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for tuning in and talking wrestling on the NSN Never Sleeps Network. Folks, you guys have been a wonderful time, and we're out. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.